A little over a year ago, I was blessed to receive a quite honorable award from the First Baptist Church congregation. Being the 2020 First Baptist Church Chili Cook-Off champion has completely changed my life. <laughs> On top of winning a $20,000 college scholarship, the church awarded me a seven-night, all-expenses-paid-for vacation to Hawaii and my own designated pew in the sanctuary. Since being named a champion, I've had to turn down countless job offers from Food Network and five-star restaurants in Atlanta, and I personally thought that the church rolling out a red carpet as I entered the fellowship hall was a bit excessive, but it would have been rude to turn down the offer. As you can tell, I've milked this victory for all it's worth, and I've likely caused my dad lots of misery in the process. In all seriousness, the way our church involves its youth members into big events and makes sure we are heard in major church decisions is a very special thing. This is a unique aspect of First Baptist and is not as common as one may think at other churches. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 12 says, Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Our youthfulness has never been despised at First Baptist, but rather accepted and embraced. I was fortunate to be named a junior deacon at First Baptist alongside Robin Blackman and Mason Tribble, two other seniors that were recognized today. And through this position, I've been able to see firsthand how much our congregation values the youth's opinion and insight. At one particular deacon's meeting this previous winter, we had a discussion about the possibility of going back to in-person worship after a long and hard year of adjusting to the COVID-19 pandemic. I tried my best to advocate for the wishes of the youth group, which was to do everything we could to be back in person while also staying safe. Our youth group loves being here. The congregation has fostered an environment that pushes us to be the best versions of ourselves and gear our lives towards Christ. And Chris has done an incredible job of teaching us to be great young leaders and encouraging us to ask big questions. I voiced this opinion, and following that meeting, I had multiple community and church leaders reach out to me just to let me know how much they appreciated my presence and insight along with that of my two fellow junior deacons. It is small gestures like this that have really shown me how much I am valued at First Baptist. As First Timothy says, we as youth are to set the believers an example in, spe in speech, in conduct, in faith, in love, and in purity. This church congregation has equipped me with everything I need to find success in my future and live a fulfilling life that leads me and others towards Christ. Being a member at First Baptist has given me countless opportunities to better our community and spread love to those who need it most. Last Sunday, for example, the seniors in the youth group hosted a lunch and cake auction as a way to raise money to be donated to two worthy organizations of our choosing— we did this as a way to leave our mark on this beautiful community that has raised us these last 18 years. The First Baptist congregation supported us every step of the way, and the fundraiser was a great success. Being a participant in this event, among many other mission trips and service projects, has shown us all how hard work can truly impact the lives of those around you. You all have been to sporting events, band competitions, honors nights, and birthday parties in support of the youth group. And I think I speak for the entire group, and especially this year's seniors, when I say that your unwavering support and encouragement has given us the much-needed motivation to take on this new phase of our lives. The church's investment in our lives has given us all a beautiful example of how to live in a way that honors God and honors God's people. The lessons I've learned extend far past the walls of First Baptist. For the last six years I've been in the youth group, I spent most of my Sunday evenings at youth games. 
Typically, we play games like volleyball, softball, dodgeball, soccer, and a new favorite of mine, ultimate frisbee. Every now and then, we challenge our neighbors across the street, the Methodist youth group, to a friendly competition at youth games. I'll spare you the gruesome details, but we absolutely embarrass them in softball. Of course, all of the credit goes to our shutout pitcher, Steve Davis. Um, Since then, they've declined our many requests to play another friendly match of softball, and instead they've opted for sports that my dad, our star player, is not so equipped to find success in, like ultimate frisbee and soccer. At his age, he lacks the mobility aspect of both of those sports. (laughs) If beating the Methodist youth group in our weekly matchups has taught me anything among the rest of the members of the youth group, it's obviously humility. And just a side note, being an Alabama fan has also taught me great humility over the last 18 years. You all know it would not be a Davis sermon without mentioning the Crimson Tide at least once. All jokes aside, it's been a beautiful thing to watch our two very competitive youth groups join together in fellowship with one another for the last six or so years that I've been in the youth group. There are countless memories I could recall from my time here. I had a special perspective to life as a member at First Baptist because of my role as a preacher's kid. I grew up here. I considered the staff, my extended family, and the church office couch to be my second bed. I did some quick math and estimated that I've probably taken over 100 naps on the couch, which has got to be some kind of Guinness world record. (laughs) Thinking back to my childhood at First Baptist, some of my fondest memories occurred here. I remember I used to hide in the air vents of the children's hall and yell at people when they walked by to scare them. (laughs) And I know I'm about 10 years too late, but I sincerely apologize if you ever fell victim to this. I think in all of my years of being a member here, I won maybe one Perky Pumpkin contest. No thanks to the Guy Big family and Chuck Jendrick's Invisible Pumpkin, which, by the way, is illegal under the new and improved Perky Pumpkin Carving Contest rulebook, written, edited, and illustrated by yours truly. We, as a congregation, have laughed together, grieved together, prayed together, and rejoiced together. We have laughed at the number of times Connor Kennard lost a bet against my dad and had to wear an Alabama tie to church the next Sunday. We have grieved together after the loss of close loved ones and beloved church members. We have prayed together for healing, clarity, and peace in a scary and ever-changing world, and we have rejoiced together right here in this sanctuary in response to baby dedications, weddings, and baptisms alike. To my fellow seniors, I think it's important for all of us to recognize that while memories are a part of our past, they are also the foundation for our future. It has been a truly special thing for all of us to be a part of this close-knit family at First Baptist. We all have had different experiences here that have shaped us in vastly different ways. But despite this, as we move on from this place and into the next stages of our lives, we all carry the same responsibility. As First Timothy says, we are to use our faith to set the believers an example in speech in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. We all have you, the congregation of First Baptist Church, to thank for the everlasting values and lessons you have instilled in us. This congregation has taught us how to carry ourselves in a way that shines God's light into the lives of others. So no matter where we all end up next year, I have no doubt in my mind that each of the seniors here today will beautifully embody what it means to be caring people, sharing God's love.